Welcome back to your Daily Dose with Bob and Nick. It's Bob. Today's episode is a smorgasbord of goodness. I know that's not a word you hear a lot these days, and for those unfamiliar, a smorgasbord is a buffet-style meal with many varied courses. That's what we're serving you in this episode, a buffet of interesting ideas to feed your heart and feed your brain. We hope you find it delicious and come back to seconds. Enjoy. I love this microphone. Yeah. I think this is a fantastic microphone. And I like the new fluffy top that you got me. Uh-huh. All the accoutrement here and this awesome purple cord. Uh, I couldn't believe you actually had a purple one when you offered me the little stack. I, I knew it. I knew that was going to be your uh, your choice there. When I first applied at Orlando Regional Healthcare System uh, back in the day, 1984, uh, one of the questions that John Evler III asked me, uh, the man who would eventually become my boss, was, uh, you're buying a bicycle. What color is the bicycle? And I said, purple immediately and he said you know that's a deviant color and i said makes me like it even more <laughs> wow yeah. yeah it's like I, I guess what i got the job uh so yeah. apparently he's into deviants but uh yeah, what are we, it was a fun question but to judge people based on the color yeah I, yeah i'm like if i had said green what would he say you're so ecological i mean yeah what what's yeah. He, did he have a code for every color or did he just know if he says purple that's deviant because everyone says red or blue right so I don't know. I had an orange bike. My first bike was orange, rust orange with a banana seat, silver sparkly banana uh, seat with a sissy bar on the back of it. So you could tow people if you yeah, wanted to. You always want to tow people. Yeah. Did you ever, you have a banana seat bike? I believe so. I think I had a couple of those and all sorts of bikes. I remember getting into like, well, not really getting into them, but I like to do the off-roading stuff oh, like yeah. over in uh, Chuliota and stuff. It is. That is the, uh, that is the off-road place. Sh- uh, Gotha and Chuliota. That's the, pretty much it. The only places where they have, and they're not hills, they're dips. Yeah, there's like little it, tiny dips. There's some crevasses here and there. You better pay attention though, because if you hit them wrong, I mean, oh, I, yeah. I actually um, went over the handlebars of my bike on one of those trails. Yeah. Uh, but it wasn't because of the dips. It was because I rode right through this enormous, like Raiders of the Lost Ark spiderweb. And I mean, I felt it pulling the skin of my face back. It was so strong when it hit my face. And when I looked up, there it was a spider like right over my face, oh, hanging nice. from my my bike helmet visor down to my chin, and I just freaked. <laughs> Patty's laughing so hard because I do what she calls the spider dance. Uh, I literally pulled get off, myself. Get it off! Get it off! <laughs> it's exactly yeah. a, a shimmy. I don't know why I'm shimmying my hips and my legs because it's right on my face. But yeah, that was a that was my last experience off road uh, biking in Florida. Yeah, I was never good at the jumping part, like pulling yourself up and jumping the bike and yeah. everything. Like one time I tried going over it was a pretty steep hill or lump if you will maybe it was like a uh whatchamacallit a uh, log or something like yeah. that and i just didn't get the height on it and i just went right over the handlebars oh oh not too bad yeah and i was looking at somebody uh the other day somebody had put up posted a video you know they had the uh gopro on their head and they were doing this oh, really yeah. hard mountain bike range and i'm like i i wouldn't do that now I can't. I, I'm too. And I'm too afraid. I, I I wiped out just riding across the street yeah. a while ago. I wasn't even like someone hit me or I hit something. I just wiped out, and that I, got me paranoid though. Because now when I ride my bike, I'm paying attention to all the surfaces. I'm not jumping any curbs unless I know what's going on there. Because I'm I'm just starting to heal from that experience like a month ago. Do you think? And this is true of driving too, because you can get kind of complacent. Oh yeah, in your driving, and you know maybe even hypnotic stare thousand yard stare because you've been driving for a while 
and then something happens and it jolts you. Oh yeah. And then you become more aware for a while and then you go back to it. But yeah, like I, I think that we should have little prods maybe that just jolt us every <laughs> once in a while to stay awake. It's Patty's car now has this thing that says stay in your lane or actively hold the steering wheel. I mean, it's like paying attention to how you're gripping it oh, to determine nice. whether or not you, it's not nice. It's irritating. It's like, I, I've never, I've never been out of the lane when it said, please stay in your lane. I don't know why it says these things to me. And, and it's maybe bossy. you're thinking thoughts about doing something that's really not your, in your wheelhouse. So do you think maybe it's reading your mind? That was, okay. Dude, that's a different kind of GPS, right? <laughs> maybe you're thinking about, Hey, you know what? Maybe I should be doing more drama and more scripted work. And the car is telling you, no, bro, come on, Bob, stay stay in your your lane. lane. (laughs) I would love that if somebody could read my mind and go, okay, Nick, you've got enough going on. That's a wonderful idea. Put it away and just do the stuff you need to do. I'll tell you the truth. I kind of yearn to have people tell me what to do. I've been adult in it for too long. I feel like I've had to make so many decisions in my life since I've become an adult that I kind of would like just someone else to make those decisions for me. Yeah. Just be, I don't want to be a victim, but I just like someone else to make the decisions. And then I'll just, I'll easy. I'll go along with it. I'll have fun with whatever happens. I'm, I'm an improviser. We do that. So where, cause I can think of some specific places where I would like for that to happen. Like uh, food. Yeah. Just go ahead and tell me what to have tonight. Just, you know, in some ways, give me the shopping list um projects obviously that would be helpful and yeah. creative projects stuff like that uh but then also uh, what was i just thinking of what where would you general life decisions yeah. you know like um do i want to take on this project or not you yeah. know uh, in my work uh, i mean right now for the most part i'd make the decisions for that obviously but um Sometimes I just like someone to, to say, hey, you know, you really should take that. You really should do that. Or you really shouldn't. I feel like I feel like I want a Dutch uncle, you know, somebody who I feel knows more than I do to say, hey, you know something? You don't need to be doing that or you need to be doing that. What's just, a Dutch uncle? I've never heard that term. You know, Is I'm, it like a Dutch I, oven? Well, <laughs> kind of. It yeah. keeps you warm. <laughs> you know what that is no a dutch a dutch uncle i believe is just someone who plays a role in your life of giving you advice and, oh, okay. and taking not you under their wing yeah yeah so as a far as a mentor but not necessarily yeah. a full-on mentor yeah and i've had some really good mentors but right now i don't really have that many people who are acting the mentor to me i have more people looking to me to act the mentor to them i think that's probably part of it too i'm like i feel like now i don't know everything I yeah. need somebody who knows everything to tell me so that I can tell these other people who need stuff from me what they're supposed to do. So what about just a magic eight ball? Okay. You know something? I've used one of those. And I also have one of those 20 question machines. Yeah. Have you ever seen one of those? Yep. Pretty amazing, right? I'm just saying. Now, that can't really make decisions for your life, but it can you know, play a good game. With you. It, can, it can make some decisions. I'd like for somebody to take over all my social media. Can I do that? I thought you loved that though. I thought I did too, but I, you know, I haven't been doing much in a while. I haven't either. I, I, I'm people like, have been commenting actually. Oh, this is kind of nice not having to think about that. Yeah, I think it's pulling your face out of the maelstrom a little bit. Yeah, you know, when there, when all the chaos is happening everywhere else in the world, where you can pull out, you probably should. You know, I mean, we need space in our lives. I, I'm actually creating real estate in my life these days. Where I just, I need some space to be able to figure stuff out and mm-hmm. to do stuff. Thanks for listening. It's me. I'm Nick. Creating that real estate could be as simple as taking a social media break 
or a long weekend away from places, the physical places that are currently stressing you out. That decompression can lead to more motivation and sometimes a lot of inspiration. And you deserve it. Have a great day.